I wanted to start off this morning. We've got a lot of new agents and a number of ones that have been with us a while, but I wanted to look at kind of why is underwriting so important and how do we take that information and leverage it to help more clients and to get more business issued. And I wanted to address initially, why does the insurance company care, for example, how long somebody's had a disease? And we'll initially start with diabetes because how long they've had blood pressure, as long as it's controlled, is not much of an issue. Uh, how long they've had asthma, as long as it's controlled and they haven't been di uh, in the hospital with it, not so much of an issue. Um, we'll also take a look at cancer and stroke and a heart attack because they operate just the opposite of diabetes. For example, why does the insurance company care how long somebody's been a diabetic? Well, when you understand the ravages that disease pose on somebody's body, it attacks their cardiovascular system. That causes inflammation in their veins and arteries. Now, even well-controlled, there is some damage due to the diabetes. So the longer the person's had it, the more concerned the company is. Uh, the longer they've had it, the more damage there has has the potential of being. A poor control of that di of diabetes really uh, accelerates the damage, and that's why whenever you're talking to a diabetic, uh, getting information from them on the phone, you want to know how long they've had it. I always ask the question, is it mild, moderate, or severe? Because that's something people understand. And then I follow that up with, well, t what's your A1C reading? Now, somebody that's been a diabetic very long, they know what A1C means, even though you may not. <coughs> and what the A1C does, it tells how well controlled that client or that um, person has been for the previous 90 days. And now, one of the things that throws us all out the window is if you're a diabetic on any tobacco products, and when I say any, I mean any, cigarettes, cigars, pipes, even vaping, uh, gum that has nicotine in it, because what the nicotine does, it reduces the effectiveness of, of the insulin, either the insulin that your body makes naturally or any injected insulin, or even when you're on metformin, tobacco reduces the effectiveness of that, so it's almost as if they're on half dosage. As a result, there's going to be more damage, not only from the tobacco products to the cardiovascular system, but also to because of the diabetes itself. The other thing to keep an eye out is weight in combination with diabetes. That is a major factor there because the insurance companies have determined if somebody has a certain height and weight ratio, in essence, they're overweight, they know that the life expectancy traditionally is less for most people in that situation. When they're a type 2 diabetic or an insulin-dependent diabetic and they're excessively heavy, then that really accelerates the problem. I was looking at a, uh, a form this morning in one of the um, uh, underwriting guidelines, and they really did a good job of it. They, they listened. This was Forrester's and we can send this out to you later if you like, but they list the age of diagnosis and how many years from that point, and they assign numbers to it. And underneath that, they have a height and weight chart. 
and they they lay out really effectively how the four tables works. For example, a person six foot tall, and their weight is between 233 and 269, that's one table. So if this person is a type 2 diabetic uh, diagnosed at age 40, then uh, and their A1C is good, that they assigned a, a number to that of three. So those two numbers together add up to four, four tables that will be accepted at Forrester's. And however, if somebody was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes at age 21 and uh, they've had it for less than five years, even age 29, they've had it less than five years, that's a table six. And um, if, if they, as you look at and understand this, they're laying out to you the blueprint on how they approach this. Now, the reason I'm zeroing in on diabetes this morning, it's an easier way for me to kind of explain how the insurance company thinks. However, this applies to everything. And um, so when you're talking to the client, knowing how long they've had the diabetes is extremely important. If it's been recently diagnosed, and I hear this a lot, oh, they're in great shape now. Um, if it's been less than 90 days, they do the A1C test every 90 days. So that would not be enough time to determine if they are well controlled. So, you know, keep in, the, uh, in mind, if it's less than 90 days since they've been diagnosed, the company's probably going to say, no, we want another A1C reading before we'll accept this case. Well, why is all this important to you this morning? You know, Dick, I just, all I have to do is go out and sell and write insurance. No, selecting the right product so that we get something issued is extremely important. You know, it's important for the client. Um, if you've been dialing bonus leads or B or C or D leads very long, it's not long before you're going to realize that, you know, from the time these people sent the letter back, a lot of times it's too late. The husband has already passed away or the wife has passed away. And you're going to hear, especially if it's the husband passed away, the wife is going to say, he died six months ago. I wish you would have called me when we sent that letter back. Now, just so you know, many times we did call, and most of the time we got a hold of the husband. He thought he didn't need it and wouldn't set the appointment. I've had that happen on several occasions when I called him back six months or a year later. And because of the street name or their name uh, or how nasty the person was, I remember that situation, and uh, and I did try to reach out to him, but he wouldn't let me come. So, you know, it's important for the client to have the coverage because you are going to run across these situations where it's too late, and you're seeing the effects of not having the coverage in place. The other reason is you get paid for all your effort. You know, we are really big believers that you pay pay the people for for the work that they've done, so we're just trying to help you do a better job of that so that you have a, a better opportunity of getting uh, something issued. And many times we have agents that, ah, they're just a little sloppy, you know. Uh, well, that could prevent the client from getting coverage. They may check a box and uh, the, the check mark is so big it goes into both the yes and the no. We've seen that happen. Well, the company can't determine what for sure which one it was. That puts things off. And, you know, if that person passes away during that period of time, the company's not going to issue the policy. They're not going to pay the claim. And uh, you've missed the sale. 
But when we're sloppy and because something doesn't go effectively and go well, if that person dies, yeah, you missed the sale and you missed a commission, but the family, they literally might lose their home. Uh, the children may not be able to go to college or trade school because the money just isn't there because we were not being careful. So be prepared before we go out. I wanted to deal with heart disease uh, without diabetes. You know, Now, the insurance companies here, they want to know how long it's been, but for a different reason. With diabetes, the longer you've been a diabetic, the worse. But with heart disease, the farther away from the heart attack you are, the better. Why is that? Well, the veins involved, they also want to know how many veins were involved in the bypass surgery, but the farther away we are from the heart attack, it's better because a well-functioning heart after a heart attack and, and bypass surgery, actually, many times the heart gets better and gets stronger. So the farther away we are from the situation, the better. And it can actually, the heart can actually improve itself. So these are all things that come into play here. You know, well, you had the heart attack six months ago. Yeah, that's not so good. We want a, a little history of how well he's doing. Uh, cancer, same thing as the heart attack. The farther away we are from the d event happening, the better it is because the better chance we have of knowing that they beat it. Uh, kidney and liver disease usually is not reversible. So in those situations, we're kind of drifting back toward the diabetes model because the farther we are away from the, the kidney failure, <coughs> excuse me, the higher probability is that something is going to pop up again. Now, that kind of gives you an idea of how the insurance company thinks, and that's important so that you can write the right business. We've been talking a lot about people calling from the home, and these are some of the things I heard this week when people didn't call. Um, well, I didn't call because they weren't interested in a $10,000 coverage to cover a $200,000 mortgage. In other words, they weren't interested in critical period. Well, I'll ask, did you tell them about it? <clears throat> yeah, I told them about it. Well, did you paint the picture of what life would look like if they didn't have an equity protection plan in place? Well, I told them about it. Guys, that's why you call me and get me to walk through this because I've had experience on painting the picture of what, what life looks like if he doesn't come on because of a car wreck or a heart attack. And the more times you hear me go through it, the better you're going to get at it and then a few weeks or a few months from now, you'll be able to do that on your own. You know, frankly, if you came into my house and were talking to me about buying a $10,000 whole life policy on a $200,000 mortgage, I wouldn't buy it either. I mean, that just makes no sense at all. However, if you point out to me in 10 years, this $200,000 mortgage, that house might be worth 300000 then. And you're only going to owe 175 instead of 200. Now that $10,000 policy, if that's going to ensure my family of getting the equity in that home, bingo, I'm interested. But what agents try to do is they just try to tell them about what the critical period is, not what it does. What it does, it makes I won't say it insures because the house may not sell in the six months or the year that they have bought extra payments for, but 99% of the time, 
if there's $125,000 equity in there and they've got enough money to make the house payment for six months, they may not get the whole 125, but they may get 75 or 80,000 of it. So at any rate, that that two or three dollar a day payment now it's worth it because we're not protecting the house or the mortgage, we're protecting the cash value in the home. And listening to me walk people through that will teach you how to paint that picture on what life looks like without that. Now, so, you know, when I when I hear those kind of things, well, I didn't call because they didn't want $10,000. Guys, it makes us want to jump off of a bridge. But, you know, some people use this week use that B word, too. Uh, you know that word bother? Yeah. Guys, if you're using the word bother, you don't understand the Equus system, okay? Because the truth of the matter is we don't make anything till you do, okay? So if you're not profitable, Equus isn't profitable, okay? Uh, Barry, Rob, and Bill all operate off of overrides just like all of us, okay? So there is no bother, all right? When you call... You have a reason, and we're here to help you with that reason. So probably be just a good idea not to even have that word in your vocabulary. Dick, what else uh, are people saying when they call you? I couldn't agree more, Connie. Here's another one. I didn't call you because they already bought something. You know, well, did they buy a a money-back plan? Or did they buy, you know, who did they buy? Was it a 10-year term, a 20-year term, a 30-year term? See, one of the calls that came in this week was, well, I didn't call you because they already had a Mutual of Omaha ROP, return of premium. Well, I would point out to them, yes, you've got a very good mortgage protection plan, as good as there is out there. However, I do see a concern that I have with where your protection lies. Well, what's that mean? Well, the only really concern I have at this point, since you have a good mortgage protection plan, is what if in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or 70s, you have a battle with cancer and you can't work for six months to a year? How would you make your mortgage payment? You know, because without an income for a year, how would anybody make their mortgage payment? The answer is they wouldn't. So if you don't have foreclosure protection to protect that mortgage protection, what good's the mortgage protection? Because if you can't make the house payment, you probably can't make the insurance payment, you're going to lose it all. So this is a second sale that nobody's addressing. And with the number of new agents on this call right now, we would never expect you to know all that. What Dick is saying is that the Mutual of Omaha Term Life Answers Return a Premium product doesn't have living benefits. PLE, Term Life ter- Express. You said Return a Premium. Yeah. Okay. I- I'm sorry, Term Life Express. Sorry. Okay, so we would not – see, I don't even know. It. <laughs> well, that's not what you do. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we would, we would never expect a new agent – uh, or, or we don't expect much of anything, guys. We we want you to call because it's the right thing to do. And when you're walking out without a sale and you don't call, you are not only doing an injustice to yourself, but to that client. You cannot make the judgment that there was no sale if you did not call, 
okay? And the reason we're bringing this up, you know, we do understand the products a little better. However, I've also trained myself to think outside the box a little bit so that we can find a, a sale when many times the client and the agent thinks there is no sale. No, there is because, yeah, they've got a good mortgage protection plan. And Connie's right on the Term Life Answers, which is the fully underwritten product with Mutual of Omaha. If that's what they've got, it has no living benefits with it. So when the client understands that, because I am firmly convinced if everybody understood on this call and everybody we see what living benefits represents to them if something happens, everybody would want some. And they would do whatever they could to try to get it. Now, so when I'm going through this with the client, you know, um, couldn't work for a year without a paycheck, how would you make your mortgage payment? And then I always follow it up as a transition sentence. The reason I ask, most people in your situation will add a small for, foreclosure protection plan to their mortgage protection policy. What good is a mortgage protection plan if you can't work for a year and can't make your mortgage payments, as I mentioned? See, they're not thinking that way. One, they don't realize living benefits exist. And for those of us that do sell a return of premium with Mutual of Omaha or CFG, uh, and just remember, just FYI, CFG, as of December 16th, if you write a return of premium, they only get back 50% of the money from now on. Anything you wrote prior to that, you're okay. But now the clients, they only get 50% back. Now, why would I ever write CFG return a premium instead of, say, Americo, where they do get 100% back? Well, one of the advantages of the CFG product is if you've got somebody that really wants permanent insurance when they're all done, the CFG will allow them to take the 50% of the money they're getting back and exchange it for a paid-up whole-life policy uh, based on their age at issue at that time, and they stop paying. So there is still some benefit to that, but you, you've got to be real careful and point out to the people two things. One, you're only getting 50% back, and there are companies that will give you 100%. You need to address that because if you don't, I could come waltzing in the next week and say, well, did they tell you there are other companies that will give 100% of the money back? No, they never mentioned that. I didn't think so. Here's this one. Now, the disadvantage to the 100% uh, return of premium back with Americo is you get the money back and it's over. There's no exchanging it for a paid-up whole life policy at the end. I'm just acquainting you with this so that we don't get this phone call. Dick, somebody came in behind me and replaced my return of premium. Well, we need to make sure we button the hatches down on that. Okay? so. And then I point out to them, I said, what most people do in your situation is they'll take out a small foreclosure protection plan. Uh, if we could get you, see, take it away from them. If we could get you qualified for a foreclosure protection plan, would that be important to you? See, don't, let's not move forward trying to sell them on something that one, they either don't understand or don't want. If they don't want it, they probably don't understand it. But, you know, we can talk till the cows come home, and it's not going to make any difference in change in their mind because they don't see it. You know, so understanding that this foreclosure protection plan would provide them with somewhere between, say, fifty dollars and $150,000 lump sum to live on for a year while they battle cancer 
would that be important to you? So it gives us an opportunity now to come in and write a second case without return of premium. You know, and I would not write it with the same carrier the first one's with. So if they have one of the Foresters, I probably wouldn't write that. Well, uh, you can't write Foresters with return of premium anyway. But if I had one with Mutual of Omaha or CFG, I would not write a second policy with that company because the carrier is looking at you with eyebrows raised thinking, oh, this is going to be a replacement. And we have to watch this. And just so you know, if an agent replaces business with one carrier, say, for example, somebody had a policy with Mutual of Omaha, and we come in and it had return of premium, and we write, <coughs> excuse me, a term life express without, many of the carriers, if that first policy cancels, they will charge you back on yours and give the commission on that second sale to the first agent because they really don't want us out there trying to turn business as well. We should not be doing that. It's okay to add business to it, but we really shouldn't be turning a lot of business unless it's just really a bad situation or it's a situation where they stuff something down somebody's throat that's more than they can afford. And I get that call once a week. An agent will be in the house say, this person went in, sold them a $238 a month payment, they can afford it, but they can't do anything else. They can't go to a movie. They can't do anything, and uh, they just can't handle it. And um, they'll write a less expensive policy, you know, with a different carrier. Don't write it with the same one they started out with to begin with. And, um, um, you know, another question I get a lot of times is, well, I didn't call you because they don't need it anymore. Have any of you ever run across that? Well, we don't need it anymore. Well, wait a minute. Let's stop and think about this for a second. They called in on a national uh, uh, line, an IVR, or they sent a letter back for mortgage protection. So there's something there. They had a niche somewhere along the line. And then secondly, they allowed time for you to come and see them. <coughs> There's some itch there that needs to be scratched. And, all right, well, they've had someone that, you know, to their home that they didn't like. And, but there's some reason out here when they allow all these things to happen that they wanted to see you. And we need to peel the onion back just a little bit more to try to find out, you know, what happened in that. Because there is a price point. And there is a face amount that will motivate them to move forward. And, you know, we won't sell everybody using this, but if we'll just take the time and say, well, John and Mary, you know, I see now that you feel you don't need this. Is it because of price? And usually that's going to flush out the real culprit. Well, yeah, the other guy showed us something that was just way too expensive. And when you say expensive, expensive compared to what? Because if John doesn't come home, how long could you make the house payment? And see, we have to go back and repaint that picture. I had some conversations this week with agents that have actually been in homes where the client was <coughs> a friend or a family member or an acquaintance was in dire straits because they didn't have life insurance. And we're just trying to be there to make sure they don't fall into that same trap that someone else has. See, you know, the fact that we don't sell everybody really is inconsequential. 
if we get one out of ten or two or three or five out of ten people by peeling the onion back a little bit more, we've helped more people, we've prevented more catastrophes when that person dies. That lady that called me last week, she was thrilled. She didn't have enough money to pay the mortgage off, <coughs> but she's got enough money to make that house payment for a very long time or I think what she's going to do is apply all the money to the principal and reamortize the payment and cutting it down so that the payment will be about half of what it would cost her to rent somewhere. So at any rate, she was thrilled that we took the time excuse me, to do that. I'm hoping some of the things that we covered here today will make a difference for you. Now, when you get to convention, uh, one of the companies I, I'm encouraging you to um, uh, go to their breakout session is GPM because you're going to learn some of the tricks of the trade on how to use their products very effectively. Uh, in fact, Americo is another one you're going to learn some things about with them. And guys, the purpose in the convention is for you to bring at least one piece of information home that will add anywhere from one to $5,000 a month to your income. <coughs> Excuse me, and you say, well, Dick, how could I add $5,000 a month to my income? Uh, the last company we worked at, the top agent at that company earned $202,000 the year that he was the number one agent there. And uh, he came to one of my breakout sessions, and I was going over how four tables works, which is an easy way to explain to the client why not doing blood work is so important and how valuable it is. Because always before, he was battling that demon of, oh, it's more expensive than if they do blood work. He didn't understand the value he brought to the table. And six months later, when he came back to convention, he looked me up, and we had known each other uh, for a year or two when all this had happened, so we kind of becoming friends. But he said, I just want you to know you added on a minimum of $4,000 a month to my income by using that four tables. And he said, because it's such an easy way to transition in why this is so valuable to the client versus just a higher-priced product. And and four thousand dollars a month he got from coming from convention. Now, what what do you think the top agent coming to convention is coming for? They're thinking, I really know about everything there is to know. I really probably don't need this. They come anyway, but in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I got this. I you know I'm. I mean, look at Brandon Hall, over seven hundred thousand dollars this year in income. What's he going to learn at convention? I guarantee you he'll walk away with two or three things that will either make his job easier or make him more effective and efficient and earn him more money, even the top agents that's coming there. So if a guy's making that kind of money and he sees the need in being at convention, you can just imagine what anybody sh should expect to get out of this when they come to convention. <clears throat>